Hi there, this is Brian Barnett with The Last Symptom. When I started The Last Symptom, I never in a million years imagined it would grow as it has. In these early shows especially, audio quality was often iffy, and there were references to services or online groups that are outdated and no longer in use. Great improvements have been made. Where should you go for all of the most up-to-date resources that I offer? TheLastSymptom.com is my permanent website full of free resources where everything is always up to date and that I encourage you to refer back to often. There are also a few modest paid resources at TheLastSymptom.com. These support my efforts and have allowed The Last Symptom to exist for as long as it has. These include one-on-one phone conversations with me one-on-one Zoom video calls with me, and perhaps most importantly, the Last Symptom Fundamentals course, which is a two-week, intensive, pre-recorded online video course that is far superior to things like DBT. The Last Symptom has a flourishing YouTube and Rumble channel where I publish regular orange slices, which are condensed video insights of five or ten minutes in length. If you're just now discovering the last symptom, welcome. I hope you will find every insight and resource you need here for authentic and permanent recovery from emotional disorders such as borderline personality disorder. Now on to the show. I hope you enjoy. Brian Barnett is just a regular guy. He's not a doctor. He has no legal license in any field of mental health nor emotional health. Brian Barnett merely shares the insights he has gained from his personal experiences for anybody who may choose to use such information as they individually and personally choose while accepting full responsibility for their own individual thoughts, feelings, and behaviors. Brian Barnett assumes no responsibility whatsoever for anybody's individual choice to expose himself or herself to any information that Brian Barnett shares, and by listening to this program, you are acknowledging that you, and only you, are responsible for your own thoughts, feelings, and behaviors. Happy Thursday, everybody. This is Brian Barnett, your host of this podcast, The Last Symptom. Happy to have you back. I've got a few announcements to make, and then uh, we'll get right into today's discussion. Announcement number one. I am no longer contributing to the website Quora. I don't like the way they're treating me and so I'm not giving them any new material. I will be leaving stuff there so that uh, people can continue to benefit from it and also with the hope that they'll be able to locate me from there on these other platforms. But as for new material, I'm not giving them anything else. Announcement number two. Some people who followed me for a while are going to hear me repeat things and they're going to think, hey, I He's already talked about this. Why is he talking about this again? Well, you're right. I probably have talked about it before to you, (laughs) but there are people who haven't heard it yet. With that in mind, today we're going to be talking about can borderline personality disorder be cured? If you've listened to me before, you know that that's the foundation from which I approach everything. Today gives me an opportunity to address the subject directly, and the answer is yes. Borderline personality disorder 
can be cured. Now, I'm not suggesting that it's merely treatable. Rather, it is curable. Once I knew what I was dealing with, had an accurate understanding of what it is and how it works, I myself became cured of borderline personality disorder. I am now a fundamentally different person than I was just five or six years ago in dramatic ways that I once believed were impossible. I believed they were impossible, that I was never going to be rid of certain aspects of that disorder, anger being one of them. In all, I reckon it took me about seven years of focused effort to get completely rid of it. How unfortunate that there are so many people out there trying to convince you that the opposite of what I've just told you is true. This chatter of misinformation, misdirection, optimism sapping, pointless speculation comes from every direction you can imagine, including from the professional community, the very people who are supposed to be giving you accurate answers. This sea of people weighing in on what they don't authentically understand is in itself a major obstacle to your recovery. It's a major obstacle to those trying to educate themselves. It is a created, an unnecessarily created, self-fulfilling prophecy. See, that's what happens when you walk into an office of somebody who has a PhD hanging on their wall and they talk to you like your only options are elaborate coping strategies as if a genuine cure, an authentic cure, is an impossibility. That is a self-fulfilling prophecy when you believe those people. I remember being at the beginning of the recovery process and feeling overwhelmed by the dozens of seemingly impossible individual things awaiting my attention. In reality, there aren't dozens of things. There's only one thing. If your car has trouble, let's say that somebody points out that you have a flat tire. You can get your hands on that. You take out your physical tools, you physically remove the lug nuts, and you put the donut on. And later you take the old tire, you find the puncture, and you stick a physical plug in it. As human beings, we're used to repairing things with the help of visual cues and tactile feedback like this. At the beginning of fixing an emotional disorder, you feel like if you only had a physical place to start, something solid to set up under a light and get your hands on, you could straighten it out. But because the out of alignment gears, so to speak, in this case are all intangible and in a sense they're imaginary, it can be really overwhelming. The entirety of borderline personality disorder is rooted in distorted core beliefs that I talk about all the time. That is, subconscious, erroneous perspectives, which we adopt as children sometime between birth and four or five years of age. This is a curse, but it's also a blessing because it means by fixing one thing, you have fixed all things. When we talk about distorted core beliefs, core means at the very center, or fundamental. The singularity from where everything else grows. Now imagine a tree. The core in this case would be the base, or the roots. 
and from there everything else sprouts upward the trunk and all the many branches the trunk and the branches the part of the tree we can see they're your behaviors your additional beliefs your thoughts your feelings and your reactions all being born from the core from the the fundamental bottom of where all of this grows one can spend their time focused on the branches of this tree in other words its symptoms and ultimately get nowhere I see a lot of people with borderline personality disorder at no fault of their own talking about dialectical behavior therapy DBT and other things as the grand remedies ladies and gentlemen none of these things are your answer nothing that focuses on the symptoms of a problem rather than on its cause is ever going to be your remedy things like managing emotions learning coping skills only superficially address symptoms now this is one area of serious contention I have with the professional community their failure to educate about what DBT is and what it is not as a group they've proven to be either deceptive in this regard or grossly incompetent one of their greatest priorities should be in helping people distinguish their problem from their symptoms and they simply don't do this you see the symptoms of borderline personality disorder are problematic they're not your problem as a result people focus all their energy and hopes on a therapy technique that has no possibility whatsoever of ever bringing about a permanent authentic cure dialectical behavior therapy literally means therapy for what your behaviors what place do behaviors occupy on the tree in the example I just gave their branches they don't spontaneously exist they have to originate from somewhere but instead of getting to the very bottom of them the therapist wants to therapeutically alleviate them this does absolutely nothing to get to the root of where that behavior sprouts from it's like a man who has a brain tumor and because of his brain tumor he's got terrible headaches so he takes an aspirin and because he feels some relief from the aspirin he believes it's curing his brain tumor all attempts to control or alleviate symptoms is misdirection I'm not saying that there's never a legitimate reason to alleviate your symptoms in the short term and this may be a greater need for some than others nevertheless no matter its validity it can still be described as misdirection why because you could be using that same time energy and focus toward the cause the root cause of the disorder on ridding yourself of borderline personality disorder once and for all folks sometimes ask me if the time I spend in the woods has been good for helping me rid myself of borderline personality disorder and the answer is no time in the woods 
does nothing whatsoever to investigate and address and eliminate or replace my distorted core beliefs, the problem. Yes, it is refreshing. I am passionate about being in the woods. I'm an avid wilderness backpacker year-round. But if I carry those distorted core beliefs with me into the woods, they're still my core beliefs when I leave. Focusing on learning empathy is superficial and does not address the core cause. Trying to manage emotions is superficial. It does not address the core or fundamental cause. So the smart individual bypasses the branches and focuses on the cause. The tumor itself, so to speak. And this is the answer to everything involving borderline personality disorder. If you fix your distorted core beliefs, the branches, that is the symptoms of the disorder, will take care of themselves. They have to. Because it's from there that everything else originates. So you see, there are not dozens of things for you to focus on. That's misdirection. There's only one thing for you to focus on, the cause. Because you don't have lots of problems. No. You've got lots of symptoms that are problematic. And you have one cause for all of them. What are the two fundamental distorted core beliefs that everybody with borderline personality disorder shares? Well, I've mentioned them a hundred thousand times, but let's do it again. Number one, my feelings are inherently irrelevant and shameful, devoid of worth. And this distorted core belief leads directly to the formation of the next one. If my feelings are irrelevant and shameful, devoid of worth, then I myself must also be inherently irrelevant and shameful, devoid of worth. Because you see, your feelings are you. There's nothing more tied into your sense of identity than your feelings. They're what make you, you. All your other distorted beliefs sprout from the two I just mentioned, as well as all of your unhealthy behaviors, thoughts, feelings, reactions. At the bottom of everything you're dealing with are these two subconscious, that means you're not consciously aware of them, but these two subconscious erroneous foundation certainties that you carry within yourself. And this is regardless of whether you're immediately aware or accepting of this or not. Your number one priority, therefore, is to understand why and how you came to form these fundamental certainties. And for that, you have to start at the beginning. For you see, all children receive their emotional education from their immediate caregivers during that time of their development. At any rate, you'll get people who say, well, no, it's sexual abuse, or no, it's trauma, that's a popular one, or no, it's fear of abandonment. Yeah, that's, that's the one that causes borderline personality disorder. Well, I'm here to tell you that it's not trauma, it's not fear of abandonment, it's not sexual abuse, it's not physical abuse, it's not genetics, it's not any of these things you've been told that cause borderline personality disorder. It isn't a thing at all. Put simply, it's the messages that communicates your feelings are inherently irrelevant and shameful, devoid of worth. So does a person sometimes suffer trauma and go on to have borderline personality disorder? Yes, they do. 
Sexual abuse? Yes, they do. But it's not the sexual abuse and it's not the trauma at the root of your borderline personality disorder. It's the messages that were inherent to that trauma. The messages that were inherent to that sexual abuse occurring. Person suffered sexual abuse and the message carried in that was, your feelings don't matter. <laughs> Otherwise, this wouldn't be happening to you because the person would be concerned about how you feel about it. Trauma does not cause borderline personality disorder. The messages involved in the trauma that cause you to believe my feelings are irrelevant and shameful, devoid of worth, can cause borderline personality disorder. So that distinction is very important. It's not trauma, not sexual abuse, not physical abuse. It's the messages carried along in any behavior that communicates that same message. And that message is the same message for everybody with borderline personality disorder at the root of their entire disorder. So now that we've established where the distorted core beliefs come from and how, the next step is to comprehensively examine the following in the context of your specific experience. And to do that, you have to ask why and how a bunch of times. Why did my parents communicate that message? How did my parents communicate that message? Why was it so convincing? Why did I accept that message? How could I have lived with these destructive beliefs for so long, unaware? How have these two beliefs shaped all of my behaviors, my approach to relationships, jobs, my family, confrontations, my handling of money, food, self-image, parenting, responsibility? my entire perspective and approach to life. I'll tell you that this can be excruciatingly painful work because it involves seeing and accepting the reality and the true context of what our parents did to us. It's escaping denial. It's learning to see them not as we wish they were, but under the light of harsh, unsoftened truth and then accepting that reality. And this will mean redefining our perspective of many relationships with people that maybe we've spent a lifetime admiring because we were willing to gloss over or not think about the gravity of some of their behaviors and failures in the correct context. Now one of the most rewarding aspects of your work will be to trace the undeniable path, the connection between your beliefs and your specific behaviors, thoughts, feelings, and reactions in real time. To mindfully observe the distorted core beliefs doing what they do while they are doing it. To witness their effects in action while they're actively affecting you. And this can be exciting work. I found it to be some of the most practical, effective, and enlightening work that, that I did in my recovery. There's nothing quite like perceiving the effect of the two distorted core beliefs in live action to convince you that you're on the right track, that this is not just an intangible idea. But by golly, this is real. By the time you've exhaustively done the various things I've spelled out here, and it can take several years, you'll be rewarded with clarity, understanding, wisdom, and balance. You'll have traded the distorted core beliefs and all their related ills for beliefs based in reality and good emotional health. Borderline personality disorder will lose its steam. It'll wither and die. Because, you see, it's always depended on your total ignorance and inattention 
to exist in the first place. Eventually, the intense, exaggerated emotions become not a thing you're constantly wrestling with to keep under control with superficial tricks, but rather they become a fundamental impossibility. They simply no longer have the causes behind them that they once did. The blockage, which has always prevented you from experiencing true empathy, dissolves, and empathy is allowed through. Other destructive behaviors fade and die because you realize exactly where they're sprouting from, and that root belief from which they originally grew no longer exists. The new roots that you will have planted during this time, during this work that you're doing, will have already sprouted entirely new branches, new beliefs and behaviors, healthy ones. So, can borderline personality disorder be cured? You are absolutely right it can be. People want to make it into rocket science, but it's not rocket science. It's common sense, and I've done it, and you can do it too. My friends, thank you for being here today. I hope that my contributions are having a positive effect on you and that you're finding practical answers that are having an immediate positive effect in your life. As I've said before, I can't address every single aspect of this disorder in any single podcast, single article, or in any single work. Rather, the objective is, with time and the accumulation of these bite-sized bits of information, a comprehensive, cohesive picture will begin to form, and you will begin to understand everything about this disorder, the way it operates, why it's there, how it got there, what practical steps you can take every day to slowly eat away at it until, given some time, you will be completely free of it, genuinely cured. Be patient with yourselves out there, folks, and optimistic. Why? Because you've got many, many reasons to be optimistic. Valid reasons. Don't let anybody else tell you otherwise. Have a nice week. I'll see you real soon.